Hey guys, it's Yun and Steph. And we're crazy about Disney World. Join us as we talk about planning our next Disney trip and offer some insightful tips and tricks and plain old goofiness. Yep. Hey Steph. Hey Yun. How's it going? Good. How are you? Not too bad, thanks. What are we talking about today? We're going to talk about planning our 2014 Disney trip and everything that went into that. Yeah, we'll be taking some of our skills and putting them <laughs> to booking our next trip. And hopefully all our viewers can learn maybe a thing or two about some of the stuff we did for 2014. Yeah, I feel like you did a lot of the planning. Um, yeah, I think you did most of the research. Yeah, I mean, when you're booking a Disney trip, there are a lot of things to consider. The first one being your accommodation and actually where you want to stay. Like we talked about in our last episode, we decided to stay actually on the Disney property at one of the resorts and one of the deluxe resorts for that matter, Animal Kingdom Lodge. And there are a few other things, including transportation to and from the airport, and there is also food. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, how did we really come about coming to that hotel? Okay, I don't really remember. I think I think there were like some tree houses or something you can stay in at Disney World. And originally, this was my plan, was to go by myself. by myself. And I think I had mentioned that to you, and then we kind of expanded on that somehow. Well, I know, I know we considered. I think they're on the same property or something. I think we considered a few things. At one point, we did consider potentially renting a cabin mm -hmm. or doing the camping at the outdoor resort, though. Yeah. Great role to this lodge. Yeah. But we decided that I think after we flipped through some of the deluxe hotels, the animals were kind of the most appealing to us. We loved the idea of the savannah view and being able to look out our balcony and seeing all the different zoo animals, especially like the giraffes and stuff. And I think that for me was a selling feature. Yeah, I think we got to that decision pretty quickly too. We agreed on it. It yeah. wasn't, you didn't like pull my arm and I didn't pull your arm. So. Yeah. yeah. The it's... reviews were good too. From mm -hmm. yeah. I highly recommend that resort for sure. If you have the money. Uh, yeah, we, if you have the money. Which we did at the time, thankfully. Yeah, and you know, me and you shared a room. Like, we didn't get, didn't get our own room. Yeah. We had two queen beds, which was great. And actually, the washrooms in the Disney Deluxe Resorts are nicely laid out. The shower and toilet are in a separate room. And then there's a double bed and sink kind of just in front of it. So, especially if there's a bunch of you staying in the room or if you have kids... You know, it's a lot easier to use the bathroom, brushing your teeth, someone can have a shower at the same time. It's just easier to get ready. So I definitely recommend looking at those rooms. So moving on from the resorts, um, organizing transportation. So we talked about in an earlier episode, our flights. We did save a little bit of money by not doing direct flights to Orlando. 
going there, he transferred through Washington, D.C., and coming home, he transferred through New York to get back home to Toronto. And for actually getting from the airport, Disney does have something called Disney's Magical Express, which are a series of buses that take you to and from your resort to the airport. It is a complimentary service, and you can book it uh, as you book your Disney vacation. I highly recommend it, especially if you're going to stay on a Disney property. And if you're not going to have any kind of vehicle, it's just the easiest way to get to the airport. And it will take you directly to your resort as well, which is a bonus. And you don't need to take your bags with you, because don't they get your bags for you at the airport? I don't remember grabbing our bags. Yeah, there's... It kind of, well, we we actually took ours, but uh -oh. there is a service oh. where you can give them the baggage tickets, and they can actually get them from the conveyor belt. Oh, okay. Bring them onto the bus and bring them onto the room. I mean, we had it where they actually took our bags from the bus and put them right. in the room. Oh, okay. Which was nice. Uh, you know, for us, it was a really... Nice service. I have heard of some people, though, uh, getting their bags later than mm. they wanted, so they couldn't, like, you know, get their bathing suits or something right away, so. And we wanted our bathing suits so we could go by the pool. Yeah. So. But, I mean, it was pretty good. Like, by the time we got the room, our bags were in there. Do you remember what I wore that day? No. No? <laughs> I wore, like, tights. Yeah. I wore, sh like, shorts, so my tights were under my shorts, and then I wore a t-shirt, and then I wore, like, a cardigan, and then I had a winter coat, I think. Yeah. And they show up to Orlando, and we couldn't, we didn't have our bags. Yeah. For the first few hours at the hotel. Because we had no room, yeah. It was so freaking hot. Yeah. I couldn't, whoa. It was really humid. Whoa. And then I had to take off my tights, I remember doing that. In the washroom? In the washroom at the airport. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I was like, this is my free time. Yeah, we were, we were exhausted by the time we got to Orlando because we had such an early flight. Our flight was at 6.30 from Toronto to Washington. So we had to be at the airport for 5, or we got to the airport at like 5. Yeah, and you Which was see. actually pushing, for, we were pushing for time. Yeah, point. I was kind of surprised. I sort of figured it wouldn't be too crazy busy, but it was because there were so busy. there was like a Philadelphia flight, and there was actually another flight that was also going through West. Yeah, so the customs security was, line yeah. was really long too. Well, eventually they asked us uh, who's in the early morning flights because there was actually one before oh, yeah. us. There was one at like five fifty, and yeah. those people were still in line with us. That was insane. So give yourself lots of time to go to the airport, especially That's if you're not American. That's just <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. Like everyone should follow regardless if they're going to Disneyland or not. <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving on. Um, a few other things we want to touch on. One's going to be eating at Disney. Steph, do you want to talk about um, the unofficial guidebook you had for us? Oh, yes. So... I went to the bookstore, and I wasn't planning on buying this book. I just went in there, and I saw it. It's called The Mini Mickey, The Pocket-Sized Unofficial Guide to Walt Disney World. It's the 10th edition. It actually became useful. Like, it was so useful in planning our trip. Uh, it has, like, tons of tips and 
It gives you star ratings on the resorts and the rides, and it did impact our decision making, um, especially when it came to the fast pass, I found. So, yeah, I recommend buying a book like this. I'm not sure if you can buy the same one now, and if you could, obviously, it would be updated. Because <laughs> yeah, it's like five years old now. now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, was that Snow White? Yeah. <laughs> like we said, we're definitely going to have many character appearances. So Snow White came in for a little bit. She didn't realize we were recording, though, and she's kind of shy. So she went back to her mans for a bit. To her mans? Yeah, because she has like seven. Dwarves. And then a prince, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All jokes aside, ham. so, yeah, this mini Mickey book was so useful, and I would recommend getting something like it. I don't, we didn't take it with us because we just downloaded the Disney app, which was also, it had, it stored all our information for us, like the fast pass, and... Yeah, it provided good maps. Actually, this unofficial guide has maps in it as well, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. And um, kind of like you said, like the star rating system was really good. It's also nice to kind of have an outsider's perspective on it, like rather than being an official Disney guide, you know, having it unofficial, having it by people who actually have gone to Disney many times and experienced all those attractions, mm -hmm. like feels a bit more trustworthy. Yeah, exactly. And it gave us some good insights. It also just, even just told us which rides had fast pass and everything. Mm -hmm. And pointed locations to where things are. So it was kind of easier for us to plan our walk throughout each park. Yeah. 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 Anyways, so just kind of moving along and some other things about Disney. So meals and food. So there's two ways you can go about it. You can just go to Disney like we did and then just kind of eat as we go. And what we decided to do was make reservations at restaurants in advance, particularly at some of the higher-end ones we wanted to go to, including um, the really nice restaurant in our hotel. Mm -hmm. And there was also the steak restaurant at the Swan. And then did we make reservations for the Irish pub? We did, yeah. Yeah, the Irish pub in downtown Disney. So for dinners, it was nice to do that because we wanted to have, you know, some nicer sit-down meals and alcohol. Whoa, that's a surprise. <laughs> but for lunch, we kind of just played it by ear. Disney does have many food courts throughout its parks, which are really convenient. And they're not horribly priced either. They're actually yeah. pretty budget-friendly. Yeah, they're fairly budget the friendly. Part. I mean, the food. Obviously, it's like bad for you. Yeah, the food's not that great. Like, I think I had chicken chicken fingers <laughs> right out of one of them. Mm -hmm. They did. They do tend to um, gear very child oriented, and they are very noisy. Like a lot of the f larger families go there just because it's a lot cheaper to feed. Obviously, so many kids, so it's a bit chaotic. Mm. But for some cheap eats, and for lunch, we didn't really care. Kind of what we ate pretty much, so no, we only reserved a spot once, and that was at that derby place mm -hmm. in Hollywood Studios. What yeah. was it called? Yeah. Something Derby, Brown Derby, or something. Yeah, I don't remember. Is it a Southern Star restaurant? No, 
I was like really fancy. And yeah. I had a chicken avocado thing. You felt sick and had it. And you felt sick. That's when we after the Star Tours. Oh, that's a good time. <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> whoa, that's a good time. So, yeah, because if you don't, I mean, I would recommend making reservations weeks in advance before going. Yeah, people were saying it was, I think, 100 days in advance. Yeah. 100 days or 180 <laughs> days in advance when you can actually make reservations. Yeah, I mean, we we made them a little bit sooner than that. And it's 60 for the fast pass. It was about, like, maybe... I think. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, we were maybe a month in advance for booking yeah. our restaurant reservations. Yeah. I, I feel like what we did was kind of last minute. We were kind of last minute. We also went not during some of the high peak seasons, so I think yeah. the time of year was on our side. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if you're going like, you know, in the summer, then I would definitely, definitely give yourself many months in advance for some of those reservations. Mm, definitely. So just uh, FYI, there is, we, we did it kind of the casual way, but you can actually do dining plans. And these are plans that are geared, you pay in advance for food, and you get so many passes for so many restaurants, depending on what kind of dining plan you do. And I think it was originally geared more towards families. Mm -hmm. When we looked at the prices, we didn't think it was necessarily beneficial for just two adults, for what I remember. So, if you have children, definitely the meal plans are a good idea. There is the standard Disney dining plan. It's a mix of food courts and also some restaurants. There is the Disney quick service, which is just the fast food food court restaurants throughout the parks. Uh, if you just want a meal plan for that. So, if you want to just, you know, if you're only going to go to a fancy restaurant maybe once or not all during your trip, that may be a good option. But there is the deluxe dining plan, which is geared towards the higher-end restaurants. And apparently, they now have this mobile ordering system where it's a little bit like Starbucks, where you can advance order on your phone, and it'll be there available to pick up for you and your family so you don't have to wait in line for a long time for food. Mm -hmm. So that's a new feature that they didn't have back back in 2014, but it seems to be Are there any year. limitations on that? Like you... Can order order. Well, order I think I think it's geared. Um, <clears throat> I mean, there's so many restaurants you're limited to, and I think I don't know loads about it, mm -hmm. but I think it depends on like what the options you want to choose are yeah. when you're signing up. So dining plans are something to look into. We don't know loads about them just because we didn't do them, but. They are available there, especially with larger families. There might be some price benefit there. Yeah, and we can potentially do it next time. Look into it more. Yeah, the deluxe dining plan might be nice, especially if we do maybe more fancier lunches. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the, just the original Disney dining plan is a mix of fast food and lunches, so it's a possibility, but... Well, I think we'll look back into it again. Yeah. And, yeah, we booked on the Disney website. Mm -hmm. We didn't go through Expedia or a third party. It was directly on the Disney website. So... Yeah, I felt like there were some more deals and options mm -hmm. than going through Expedia. Yeah, for sure. I mean... 
now, I mean, for their next trip, like, I have a, a travel visa card that has more special points that you can get, like, for every $1 on Expedia, for TD, you get seven travel points. Sure. So, I'm, like, now I may actually try doing it through Expedia just to, like, get yeah. the points, but at the time, I think there are just better options on the Disney site. Mm-hmm. Another thing we didn't mention was that we got the park hopper option, which I thought was so good and worth the money. It was definitely worth the investment. It was a what? How much more? Eighty dollars more a day, or hundred and something? Something like that. Between eighty and like hundred twenty, maybe. Yeah, I actually didn't know at the time that each park. I needed its own admission. Well, me neither. I so, didn't know that. Yeah, that's something to keep in mind. And me and you had actually gone to more than one park a day. Mm-hmm. I loved having that pages. option. So yeah, because we did we did Magic Kingdom in the evenings, mm-hmm. just because of the late extended Magic hours that we had. And then during the day, we had done like Hollywood Studios one day, and I think we went early to Animal Kingdom one day too, because aren't mm-hmm. the Magic hours yeah available there? Yeah, so, again, magic hours are a perk of actually staying on Disney's property at a resort, Mm -hmm. which is nice. Because it's just fewer people out around. Like, I felt like we could just go on rides again and again, because at that point, most people are, like, kicked out, so. Yeah. And for our next trip, Basically, only decided the other day that we were going to go next year. Yeah, we decided this year was a little bit too soon. We wanted to save more money. And I have, yeah, it's basically me that needs to save the money. Well, no, I mean, I have to save some money, too. Yeah, but, I know. Um, We want to kind of splurge and enjoy ourselves. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to do budget Disney World. (laughs) Yeah, it's not quite as much fun. No, I kind of want to be worrying about money the whole time. Yeah, it's not an enjoyable part. No. So, yeah. Um, well, what kind of learnings do we have? <laughs> the learnings that we have. <laughs> <laughs> the learnings that we have are... <laughs> I don't know. I think, like, the first time we did it was pretty perfect. <laughs> to be honest, nothing went Not wrong. Not to stroke our own dicks or anything, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we didn't do anything wrong, necessarily. We no, just, I, it's, it's a pretty easy thing to plan, like, especially through the is. site. Like, I felt we could do pretty much everything yeah. pretty easily. Bus transfer, everything. Yeah. And I liked everything that we chose, like the resort and mm-hmm. the restaurants. Disney makes it easy for you to have, like, the perfect experience, like, yeah. no matter what. So, I think that kind of impacted it, too. But, yeah. yeah. I think us getting up early was really good as well, so it gave yeah. us more of a whole day. Yes. Like, we did have some late nights, but we still got ourselves up in the morning. And Our first full day, I really enjoyed going to Magic Kingdom and seeing the opening ceremonies when they opened park with Mickey and everybody. Yeah, I liked that a lot as well. So, 
I'd recommend, I mean, next time if I go, one of my learning, learnings are <laughs> bring, bring a more variety of clothing. So when I went, I brought mostly oh, dominantly yeah. summer wear. And, you know, in November, the weather can be really good and the weather cannot always be really good in Florida. And we actually had some cold, quite cold rainy days, especially that first day. And at Disney, I also had to buy, you know, a windbreaker with some waterproof lining. So, you know, that's a jacket that I still have, which is nice. But at the same time, everything costs an arm and a leg when you buy on Disney property. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think maybe the only thing I can say is the next time we go, maybe we should be more prepared food-wise. Maybe mm -hmm. take more for breakfast. Because breakfast... It's okay to splurge a bit on food there, but I don't want to be paying for every meal. I want to be yeah. saving a little bit of money while I'm there, at least. Yeah, it adds up. It I mean... Up. Especially <laughs> breakfast. What? Funny enough, I would almost bring, um, like, some plastic spoons. Yeah. Like, just for the oatmeal in the room. Or like some camping utensils or something. Yeah, buy, or even buy our own cliff Bars. Before, because we had to continue to buy fruit and cliff bars on site at the gift shop on our And the bananas were like a dollar something. Yeah, they? it adds up. So, which is fine. It happened. Yeah. Maybe that would be the only thing I'd say. Yeah, breakfast is a good money saving opportunity, so we'll definitely try and take better advantage of that next time. Yeah. One thing we did do that was smart is we bought some T-shirts here. Before oh going. yeah. So we went to the mall to the Disney We went to the store. Disney store. What kind of shirts did you get? You got a few, didn't you? Yeah, I got a Pocahontas shirt. It's glittery, like neon blue or something. I don't even remember. And then I got a Lion King shirt, Mickey Mouse, a striped one. Mm -hmm. And, oh, a Guardians of the Galaxy t-shirt. It's kind of yeah. like cropped 80s. That's fun. Sort of. Sort of style. Yeah. So, yeah. And I got a denim hat with Mickey Mouse on it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Do you see a theme here? <laughs> and then we bought fanny packs as well. Or I brought a fanny pack. I don't think I bought it. I mean, I had a security fanny pack with my passport, but that wasn't yeah. important. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you wear a fanny pack? You did. We both wore fanny packs. I know. I used to have my. I used to like bring a leather my jacket, one. and I used to. Oh, maybe I borrowed my mother's. You both. Fanny you pack. had a leather one. I remember. There's a photo of you with the fanny pack. Oh, whoa, fanny packs. Those were a good time. I mean, it was useful, useful. for us. Uh, well, it was kind of useful because I didn't have lots of pockets, and um, if you bought any kind of small trinkets or souvenirs, there's the other place to actually put them, yeah. especially on rides. Oh, carrying my passport around with me the whole time. Well, that's what I was doing, too. Yeah. That's a good time. Well, uh, they were asking for ID for our drinks. Yeah. So we had to. Well, Those were the days. <laughs> that was a good time. I'm sure we'll be ID now with all my good hair. <laughs> so. Um, what did I get at the Disney store? Oh, yeah. I had, I bought a Star Wars t-shirt. Mm -hmm. I also had, actually, a nice kind of off-white colored one that had... Uh, linear kind of hand-drawn illustrations of a bunch of different characters. It's kind of nice. So it just makes sense to buy it beforehand because yeah. everything on site is just a lot of money. 
and it would have cost us a small fortune to buy you. You would you bought four or five items, so yeah, on site it would have cost you a lot. Yeah, and it was just nice to go prepared as like you know showing your Disney mm-hmm. fandom, yeah. I suppose, but. I wanted it to be like a really nerdy kind of trip. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, was. one also tip that. Oh, I also had a Chewbacca tank top. You had a lot. I know, <laughs> you had a lot. My, I had a whole wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> one tip that we learned was apparently if you're not taking the bus transfer from the airport to the hotel and you're driving. There's a large Walmart Supercenter in Orlando that carries a really wide variety of souvenirs and clothing that's Disney. That's just less money than actually buying it on site. So if you want to make a pit stop before, even to buy toiletries, then Walmart's maybe a good idea in Orlando. Oh, Walmart. It's a good time. Yeah. I mean, we didn't go because we were didn't Disney. have a car and we were on the bus. So. Yeah. And we were in Disney having fun so yeah the closest we were to Orlando was downtown Disney (laughs) oh downtown Disney for anyone who doesn't know what that is downtown Disney is basically just a dine-in shopping area it's more adult oriented and there aren't really attractions there it's basically just just, yeah big like Disney outlet yeah big Disney stores like mini kind of department stores with all Mm -hmm. these different Disney items Mm -hmm. It's actually a lot. <laughs> it's really overwhelming. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It is built on, like, I think a man-made lake, though, which is very nice. Yeah, that's where the Port Orleans Resort... Resort... So I'm about to sneeze. Okay. Port Orleans Resort from. Oh, is it? Uh-huh. By downtown Disney? Uh-huh, I think so. Or is that Disney Springs? Disney Springs? I don't know. I don't know. One of the two. What is Disney Springs? I don't know. I've never heard of Disney Springs. But we didn't go, so I would... I don't Maybe it's kind of the same. Well, downtown Disney. Downtown Disney, I honestly was not that into. I guess, like, because it was kind of just the same thing over and over again. That is the one thing I'd say about the retail stores there is that it does tend to be a lot of the same merchandise again and again. Mm -hmm. So, like, each store probably has a wide variety of stuffed animals. And then the next store has the same variety and the next store has the same variety. I I don't know. I saw a lot of different things when I was there. I never, like, I saw the same things, but I didn't, it wasn't annoying, like, like it wasn't, I didn't get to that point where I was, like, sick of seeing it. You're super into Disney, you just want to see it again and again. No, I know what you mean. But, like, I thought there was, like, every time I went to a store, I didn't see, like, an overlap that much. Mm -hmm. Like, I did see new things. Maybe that was just me. I don't know. Maybe I was just focusing on the new things. That's good. So another thing that's fun too is that we had gone in November and that was just as the Christmas stuff started to come out. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. full blown, but it was starting to. And, you know, they Disney does a great job really celebrating Halloween and Christmas. So those are both great times to also go yeah. just for the change of experience and decor and also the retail items. Christmas would be a quieter time to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I've read. So. Yeah. It'd be a very beautiful time. They do like a Christmas themed parade. Mm-hmm. They do, yeah. So. Christmas 2020, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking more like 2019. <laughs> yeah, when Stephanie proposed going in February 2020, 
she originally texted me in 2019, which is literally in a few weeks. And I was like, whoa, I'm just ready for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I made a mistake. (laughs) I keep thinking of this 2018. Well, New Year, getting time to get used to it, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, guys. Are there any tips and tricks that you guys have from planning your trip? Maybe you have some questions for us that we haven't answered. We'd love to hear from you, so shoot us a message. Thanks, and subscribe. (laughs) Don't forget to also share our great podcast, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. See you soon. Keep on having a good time. Until next time.